Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you live from sunny Southern California, Feels Like Friday Films and Radio Nowhere are proud to present Did You See This? with your host with the most, Paul. Hey, that's me! Coming to you now through the magic of filmic and digital science. And now, on with the show! Dateline 2004. As the SAT reigns supreme over the futures and fates of America's youth, one ragtag band of teenagers from suburban New Jersey will do anything in order to find their way to the futures they want. Can this teeny bopper suicide squad find a way to pull off the perfect heist and find their perfect future? Join us for 2004's the perfect score. Listeners, have you ever seen The Breakfast Club? Shut up. Of course you can. It's from the 80s. We've all seen it, at least on TV. And it's a phenomenal depiction of what life is like to be a teenager in high school, to feel misunderstood, and to feel like you never really fit in. And today's film is in that grand tradition. 2004 is The Perfect Score is a fascinating film that comes to us from MTV. Um, it, the MTV movies, you know, were, were a, a series of films from the 90s into the 2000s, and they may even still be making them today, but let's be honest, I'm too old to really pay attention to that. Um, they are films that are aimed specifically at the teenager, and, and they've had their highlights and their lowlights, to be sure. Among my favorites is, of course, Orange County. But today's entry is one that I honestly had not seen, despite being the perfect age for this movie when it came out in 2004. Um, this is a film with an incredible cast. Scarlett Johansson is in this, and in fact, so is Captain America himself, Chris Evans. Uh, Erica Christensen is in this. You've, you've, got, you've got a cast of some pretty heavy hitters for a teen film. And, you know, granted, 2004 is still pretty early in all of their careers. Uh, but this is such a fascinating film. A, a group of outsiders comes together to try to steal the answers to the SAT uh, before they retake it so that they can all get off to their various futures. And I don't want to give too much away about it because, well, that's just not what I do when I review these movies because I want you to watch them and see what I've seen. Is this an Oscar winner? Absolutely not. But is it better in terms of how it is aged and how it represents the sheer terror of what it was like to uh, be a high schooler when the SAT really did decide your fate? Uh, yeah. Um, I don't I don't know how you did viewers. I got a I got a 1930 on my SATs and this was of course when the SAT was out of 2400 instead of 1600. But man, if your score wasn't high enough, it was devastating, it was terrifying. Uh, and this film really captures that desperation for the kids that maybe don't fit the normal academic mold. The kids who are a bit on the outside but have their own brand of smarts. This is an imminently rewatchable film. Whether it's Chris Evans for that same earnestness that would eventually gain him Captain America's shield, or Scarlett Johansson playing a punk rock writer type in high school, uh, or the 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 story of uh, personally my favorite member of the cast, uh, the stoner played by Leonardo Nam, uh, who just knocks it out of the park as our narrator of unreliableness. Um, this is a fun one. Make time in your schedule to watch it. Know that it's not any great piece of art. It's not any kind of political statement that will really in any way 
uh, change the world. This is not one that is, you know, it, it, it certainly is guided by these sexual mores of the early 2000s. It, it probably doesn't hold up super well in the post Me Too era. But I would argue that it holds up way better than the average teen comedy from the same time period. It's worth noting this is right around the same time that Chris Evans was also making one of the absolute worst teen comedies in terms of Me Too, uh, not another teen comedy. Uh, so it's it's worth seeing. It's worth your time. Get out there. Relive what it was like to be in high school. Or for those of you who may have just finished high school or looking forward, I, I don't know. Give it a shot. Um, at, the, at the very least, it's got the novelty value of having been the first of nine films with both Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson. So give it a shot. Get out there. Try to find the perfect score. Listeners, this week's elevator pitch story comes to us from the Huffington Post, and it's the story of a man who returned a Bob Dylan album to the Ohio Library where he checked it out as an eighth grader 48 years late. It seems that this gentleman, uh, recently of San Francisco, uh, had to mail the album back to the Ohio Library 48 years late with a check for $175 as well as an album that he himself recorded as a way of saying Thank you for all the years with which he has spent this album. And this really got my brain jogging. So what's the story here? Here's what I came up with. Picture this. Two young lovers, an illicit romance, and the only way that their star-crossed love can find its way forward is through passing notes by uh, renting albums from the local library. And so this goes on for a while, um, and our two young lovers, maybe they're separated by social class, maybe it's uh, an ethnicity thing, maybe it's, I don't know, get creative with it, Hollywood, whatever you want to do. Um, but the thing is, they their families don't like each other, it's a real Romeo and Juliet type situation, and one of them has to move away for some reason, uh, and takes this album with them before they can send a note back to the other person. So we flash forward 48 years, now we've got that person who moved away um, could be either character, could be, you know, it doesn't matter. Um, but they discover this album long forgotten among their vinyl collection and they find the note and they realize that they have to go and find this person. And the first step of that is taking this album back to the library where they got it. And so they have to go back to their hometown. Maybe it's like a fish out of water story. This person's coming back from the big city, maybe like Sweet Home Alabama type thing. Um, and and hijinks ensue as they try to pursue their long lost love so many years later. Uh, and and for the ending, you could go melancholy. You could have uh, them either not find the person or find that the person is married to someone else, but they have a nice moment. Or you could make it uh, traditional uh, rom-com where they, they find each other after many years and it turns out that they've both been looking for each other and it's it's this beautiful moment so uh for casting i, I don't know run the gambit because you're you're casting a role that's both young and old for two main characters um i would probably not make it a bob dylan album though let's let's make it something i, I don't know i guess dylan's pretty cool but i don't know maybe oh god what's 50 years old now that'd be in the 70s right so uh uh 
maybe a stack soul record, maybe, maybe some Santana. Um, Ooh, you know what? It'd be a great time for some punk rock. So maybe it's the Ramones. I don't know. Up to you, Hollywood. The point is call me. I got ideas. Well, dear listeners, that's going to do it for this episode of Did You See This? Go out there and make the world a better place every day. And remember, sometimes in an insane world, the only way to stay sane is to go a little crazy. Did You See This? is a co-production of Feels Like Friday Films and Radio Nowhere. From all of us, have a better tomorrow.